Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name's Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. On today's episode, I want to welcome Brian Chinaki. Brian has worked in the media industry as a studio host, anchor reporter, producer, and videographer for nearly a decade, covering sports and entertainment for several world-class brands such as NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, ESPN, and Disney. Brian is passionate about health, fitness, and personal development, and he invests a lot of his time into helping others. His humble beginnings have helped him create his passion and have guided him to create a life of purpose. Brian, thank you so much for coming and having a chat today. Uh, This is actually my first time meeting you, so I I really appreciate you making the time all the way from the other side of the world. Yeah, how have you been, mate? Man, I've been great. I should be thanking you. You just said you're up at two in the morning to do this. That is serious dedication. If anybody wants to tune into a podcast and they want to know if that person is doing what they're meant to be doing, I mean, you got the answer right here. So, man, I applaud you, not me. So I appreciate you having me on, though. No, look, I really wanted to do the chat with you, mate, and um, I know how hard it is to coordinate time. So if it means getting up at 2 a.m., that's what we do. But, um, but before we get into it, uh, would you mind just giving us a little bit of a, I, I guess, a brief overview of your background, just sort of where you've come from, how you basically got on the path that you're on now that you know we'll go into, but... Wow, where do I start with that? Um, <laughs> I grew. I'm going to be honest with you. I grew up in a very low income, um, work nine to five. Don't go to college. Maybe go to the military and just kind of conform with everybody. That was how I grew up. That was my upbringing. And from day one, I just I didn't resonate with any of it. I'd say about by the time I was a rebel in high school, like I really was, there was times where I was, you know, often in trouble, um, just depressed, anxious, just didn't fit in at all. There was a lot of things that I went through early in life. Like I lost my mother to kidney failure and I was just not a grounded teenager whatsoever. Like I was suspended and constantly in trouble. So now it's like when people see what I've been able to do over the last couple of years and what I've been able to build and people I know from high school, if I have, you know, they'll reach out on social media, I'll see them, they'd be like, dude, what the heck? You are not the person that we saw. And it's like, but that's what life is. You need to evolve. Um, so something happened to me when I, around the age of about 19, you know, it's like you can have a major life transformation spontaneously, or you can have it through massive suffering. And I feel like I had it through both. I just got to the point where it was just like, I've had enough. Like there's got to be way more to what I'm seeing right now. For example, like I grew up and I'll, and I, and like one of my, some of my worst memories are like on Christmas, not having anything. And like, it was that bad. So it's like to experience certain things in life and just feel like, wait a minute, this isn't normal. Like there's got to be way more to life. And that really clicked at me at an early age around 19. 
And that's when I just decided, I said, I was like, I'm going to go after what I want to go after. And I just remember like all of my family, like they were supportive, but they were just like, like it was foreign to them. Like I was the first person to graduate college in my family. So I don't know. It was just like, I had that like inner knowing that is very inexplainable because I was a very troubled child and a very troubled teenager. And I just felt like I had to go to school for communications. I had to use my voice. I felt like that was just something very significant in my life. And what I've noticed was the second that I decided to go on that path and make it a clear intention of my life that I'm going to pursue this. I don't know where it's going to take me, but I'm going to get into broadcasting and I'm going to do whatever it takes to advance as much as possible and see where the universe takes me. And Nick, like how the universe has taken me places now where it's like, By 26, I had covered every single sporting event I ever envisioned for myself. Like like every single sporting event that I had on a vision board that I had wrote down happened. Like I'm talking about being at the Masters in Augusta to being at the Stanley Cup and ironically watching my favorite hockey team that I grew up supporting from day one win the Stanley Cup. Um, Seeing my favorite football team that I've ever, just like the Buffalo Bills, I I don't feel like it was a coincidence. I feel like it was the universe or God or whatever you want to call this higher power or whatever your belief system is, was like, you have been on your path for so long going for what you wanted to and here is your reward. And what I learned at an early age was I had to stop hanging out with all the people that were suppressing that or just had no friggin' idea what a purpose was. And man, like the second I just did that, it was a very lonely path. Like I spent years... Years, like literally years of my early 20s were like, that's like the party time for most people. That's the prime of the party time, early 20s. And I was traveling around the country just trying to make my career, get my career started. And like, I'm going to tell you, man, like there were so many nights where I was just like, should I keep doing this? Like, I don't know if I should continue to do this because I had just like was losing friends. But then like the next thing you know, it's like you you just carry this new energy with you. And doors start to open and all of a sudden the lifestyle you had is gone. It's dead. It's over. And you give off this new energy and you attract all these new people and you attract all these new opportunities and you look back at where you were, you know, five, 10 years ago. And it's like, man, I'm, I feel like that was a different person. Like I feel, I don't even relate with the person I was in high school. I don't even relate the person I was in college. Um, and that just comes through, you know, that experience of going after your purpose and passion in life. Um, so to kind of, I mean, that was a long answer to your question, but, um, what happened was I knew I wanted to get in broadcasting. I knew I wanted to use my voice for something at the time. I'm 28 right now. At the time I was 22 and I didn't really know specifically what, but I always knew I wanted to do sports at the time. So I just, I, everyone said, you're, you're crazy, Brian. Like, you know how many thousands of people apply for those jobs? Like you're not going to get anywhere. And it was like, I didn't listen to any of it. Like I did not listen to anyone but my soul. And I, and I acquired mentors that were world-class that were exactly where I wanted to go. And I just listened to them. Like I did not listen to the 99% of the people around me that were just like, there's no way you can do this. And sure enough, like I graduated college, put a reel together and got my first job with ABC in Kentucky. And then, and I used to tell everyone, I'm like, I'm going to Florida. So when I got that offer in Georgia, I was like, I'm one state away. That's God telling me to go. So sure enough, I did it. A ton of my assignments in Georgia were to go work in Florida. So I already started to get my feet wet in there. I was already there. I just wasn't there full time. Um, But I'll never forget it. 
I got assigned to one of the biggest college football games in all of college football, like one of the biggest. Uh, it's actually called the world's largest cocktail party because if you see it, it's just a massive party, but the game is, itself is huge. It's just a crazy environment. As Florida versus Georgia in Jacksonville, Florida, I'll never forget, Nick, I drive down there and I pull up next to NBC Jacksonville, which is right next door to the football stadium where they play. And I just remember something in my soul was like, remember, this is the place. Like, remember this place. Something like triggered mm. in me. Mm. And I parked right next to it. That's where I actually had to park. And I just felt something in my soul like so connected to this building. Three months later, that place called me and offered me a sports anchor job. And I ended up working there. And I was there for three years. And I was living like my vision, my goal, my dream by 25. By 25 years old, I was exactly where I wanted to be. And I covered all the sporting events I wanted to cover. And then I threw the intention out there. I wanted to do this on a little bit of a bigger stage. And next thing I know, ESPN calls and they're like, hey, can you be at Disney tomorrow? We have a a non-contracting position for studio hosts. And I was like, yes, let's go. Let's do it. And uh, next thing I know, I'm in a studio at Disney World hosting a show. And they they edited the show and they said, "Um, Welcome to the team. Here's $600. And I got to pay 600 bucks to do like a very quick show. And I was like, I didn't expect to get paid. I didn't expect to like all of a sudden have my face plastered all over Disney World and all over the theme parks and the hotels. But I leave there and like within an hour, my life has changed so much. And I just like, I remember like wanting to cry because I was just like, damn, like this is all so surreal. Um, and then from there, it's like, man, I, I literally had covered everything in sports that I ever wanted to cover. Everything. And I felt, I got really deep into meditating. I got very deep into connecting with myself, spirituality, um, evolving, you know, beyond just like who I was as like Brian Shinaki, like something much bigger. And I felt called to just start broadcasting all of these things that I was learning. Like I was reading like a crazy amount of books and just really diving deep into this and acquire, like acquiring people into my life or attracting people into my life um, that were just operating on such a high level that were teaching me things and the next thing I know, like, next thing I know, I'm, I'm in, I'm like creating these platforms, you know, higher conscious habits on Instagram. And within 12 months, it goes from, you know, zero followers to like 120,000. And then, you know, that was a couple months ago. And now we're at 153K. Um, and it's just me writing my thoughts down. And then I get in and I start meditating and I start like really connecting with my higher self and my purpose in life. And all of a sudden I'm like, it's just, it's crazy to say and the app might get shut down who knows, but a couple of months ago, you know, literally end of May, it just hit me. It was like create TikToks and I get on TikTok and the next thing I know, I'm like, I have like, I go from zero to 5k in like a week. And then the next thing I'm like, wow, I'm over 12,000 now. And I just started this five weeks ago and I got verified and I got, you know, dozens of messages a day of people telling me like you have no idea how much this 60 second video has changed my life you have no idea like this is i didn't think anyone else understood me like this um so it's like interesting to see how the universe has been you know if you're open to it how the universe will connect you with your purpose in a bigger way and it's not even about you know like yeah i created an extra stream of income with it but it's not even about that it's about the purpose that you feel in your heart and you know, the intention behind it and, you know, how many people you're able to impact and to be able to see, you know, dozens of people a day messaging me and hundreds and thousands commenting on all these posts saying like, dude, like, I just thank you. Um, Nothing replaces that. 
Um, so I do that right now as well on the side. I, I, I just enjoy it so much. I still do work with ESPN, still do work with Disney, and then I'm also in Buffalo working with CBS up here, um, doing some hosting for sports shows. So continuing to expand you know, at, you know, myself as a broadcaster, but I've been diving over the past couple of years more into what I would consider my purpose, which is helping people like yourself as well, like how you're you know, using this platform, waking up at 2 a.m., um, to, you know, and all it takes is one person to listen to this to change their lives and you're responsible for that. So, um, hope that, I hope that was a good, uh, explanation of everything. <laughs> no, thank you so much for sharing it. And so many things you're mentioning in there that I'm like, I want to, you know, the, I, I, I need to delve into this with you. It's yeah. so, so many good points and you're touching on so many things that I want to, you know, talk to you about, but I think the really cool thing as well. And, you know, you're, I, I love what you're saying about, if you're if you're open to following your purpose what you're it's sort of what your gut's telling you and you know i think deep down we you know if we listen to it we know what our, our gut will tell us what what we want but we often ignore it because you know we a lot of people in a similar situation that come from a similar situation that you spoke about will be too scared to do it or it'll be too outside of the norm or they will ask, you know, too many people for advice and they'll get told, no, that's crazy. You can't do it. They'll listen to that. So all of the points you made are so, so important. But it is if we follow that and we just keep following it, and it doesn't mean that things are just going to magically happen. It's a combination of being open, putting ourselves out there and keeping going even when things are tough, you know, when we get rejected, when we are struggling. But already, like, it's just so cool to hear what you're saying and seeing how everything's coming together um, and making sense. You know, it's like the, the the area where you're talking about trying to help people and putting these positive messages out, that goes directly in line with the work you're doing in media. Building that platform gives you a bigger platform to help more people and it all, you know, aligns. And you wouldn't have, you know, you wouldn't have been able to find all these things if you weren't putting yourself, yourself out there. So I, I just, you know, want to say congratulations on you know doing so much at such a young age as well it's it's incredible and uh i know so many people listening to this will be able to take a lot even from what you've told me already in in just how you can you know following your purpose and taking those risks so i guess what one of the questions i wanted to ask is what what would you say to someone um that is living in fear about you know taking that step to to really chase their dreams you know how if there's all these fears they're you know listening to too much negativity what would you say to them here's my perspective on this one a lot of things that i have learned come from world-class mentors but this specific thing i'm about to tell you is something that just came to me that i i is a is part of my value system you have an option in life you can work nine to five doing something that you barely enjoy making an average salary Playing it safe, which is going to lead you to what? Not being happy whatsoever. So you can live that lifestyle already being able to predict it. Like you can predict that. What's the best case scenario? You get a couple of promotions. You work a couple of extra hours. You make a couple of extra dollars. You probably have a couple of extra stressors as well. So you can go after that and chase that lifestyle or chase what, what you are meant to do. And I'm telling you, and I'm sure you can uh, vouch for this as well. When you go after your soul's purpose, yeah, it's going to be scary at first. You, you're going to be fearful. That's part of life. That's normal. You got to be able to, one, observe that, 
But two, I'm telling you, when you break that barrier, you are going to, it, time is going to fly by so fast. The things in your life, the experiences that you're going to be able to experience, when you're connected to your soul's purpose, it's, the feeling itself is extremely rejuvenating to be able to tap into that. And most people in life, quite frankly, aren't tapped into that because we're not taught as a society. Like when, we're go, when we go to school, what are we taught? To, we're taught to do the nine to five. We're taught to not chase our purpose. We're not taught to go in. We're taught to go outside. We're taught to, we're taught to you know, judge our lives based on what we see. One of my favorite books by Wayne Dyer is Believing is Seeing. So when you believe in something, you believe in a vision, you manifest it, you see it then. Mm -hmm. But most mm -hmm. people live that in a reverse way, see it, then you believe it. So they're going to say, oh, well, that will never happen. So I'll never believe it because they don't see it now. If I lived by that motto, when I was, you know, grow, when I was living in a house that was filled with fear and stress and, you know, poverty and a scarce mindset, I would still be there today. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. there's millions of people all over the world that can vouch for that as well. Oh, everywhere. My answer to that is, is like, you have two choices. Like, yeah, you can play it safe, but that's just going to be such a unfulfilling life. And you don't, and take mm -hmm. it from me. You don't have to come from money. You don't have to come from riches. You don't need you know, your parents to support you. Really what you got to understand is that there is a higher power that one, that, that call that you, that you feel that passion that you have is valid. It's valid to you. There's a reason for that. And you're not going to be given that and not also given the support from the universe to be able to fulfill that. I truly believe that. And I mean, I'm a living yeah. testimony of that. And every single day I'm a living testimony of that. So that's, uh, that's my two cents on that. A hundred percent. And, and, you know, in, I guess in addition to what you're saying there as well, you know, like, and I completely agree with everything you, you, you're mentioning and we're not educated about how to go and do these, you know, we're educated in a specific way that, okay, fine. For some people it does work, but for a lot of people, it, it's not, it's not going to, you know, align with what we want to do. But on, on top of that, what we're taught in society is, you know, if you just grind and do all these things that you hate doing and you, you know, miserable and you push yourself through pain for years and years and years, you know, maybe one day we can just acquire enough to, you know, have what we want. Or, you know, if we buy a house or get an X amount of money, we'll finally be happy. It's like reversing the thinking to what, of course, we all want success. Of course, we all want to, you know, make more money and have success in whatever path we're on. But it's about enjoying the process. If we can't enjoy, you know, the day to day right now, and, you know, you touched on it before when you were saying, how you're helping people all over the world through social media, through putting these positive messages out there, that makes you feel good. You're not doing it because you want the because uh, you want people to you know pat you on the back and say you know that's amazing you're doing. You're not doing it because you're wanting to make money out of you doing because you want to help, and it makes you feel good. And that's the most important thing that we are engaged in the process of what we're doing, and we're just taught not to do that. And I think that's part of probably why you've had, you know, you have, you've had success as well. You, you really engaged and, you know, focused on that pursuit. Yeah, you have, um, so, the, so I, there's four levels of consciousness. I learned this from Michael Beckwith, who's one of the greatest spiritual teachers of all time. Stage one is victim consciousness, meaning you just react to your entire environment. You blame everything and every single one 
for all of your problems, not realizing that you're the creator of your reality. Stage two is when you have that awakening to how the world actually works. You realize that you're much more than just your physical body. Now your thoughts, your emotions create your reality. When you put intentions out and you would put certain thoughts out, those come back to you and you're attracted back to them. Stage two is more of like a manifesting consciousness. People manifest based on ego needs like hey i want a really nice car so i'm going to sit here and you know try to manifest a car but going off your question stage three matches with what you're saying stage three is when you can meditate let go it's called channeling consciousness and channeling consciousness is when you can meditate completely completely let go observe all your thoughts observe the ego observe the mind and get into such a transcendental state that you connect with your soul You allow that higher power, source energy, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, allow that to flow through you. And like what Wayne Dyer calls inspiration is just being in spirit. So when you get to that transcendental state of being in spirit, now all of a sudden you have a creative inspiring action to go do something, to call somebody, to create a platform, to do certain things. It wasn't until I got very deep into meditation and getting more in tune with myself is when I started to see the real results and take action that was like, most people, like you said, are just trying to grind and grind and grind and grind. Like, I got to do this, I got to But it's like, if you were to just surrender and, and relax and release, you are going to channel that inspiration. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, it's like, you're not even going to think what you just did. You're going to do 10 different things and it's going to 10x your results. That, that's something that I truly yeah. believe in. Um, and then the fourth stage of consciousness is just enlightenment, which is like, that's like, well, that's for a whole new, po- a whole different podcast episode, but we'll just leave it at that. Um, so <laughs> we'll need to do a separate chat on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> might have to bring in a spiritual expert for that, but um, yeah. yeah, no, I truly believe in that. I mean, it's I, I believe when you surrender and you let go to that higher power, that it flows through you. And it's like if anyone out there is skeptical of meditation, like I was before I got into it, like I thought it was like this, like. Uh, like hum, like like all these mantras and stuff. Yeah. It's not. It's like it's like man, like the physical properties you receive, the physical benefits, um, the calmness, the peace, the vibe, your vibration increases, like the energy you give off. And if you know yeah. anything about how the universe works, it's like the law of attraction. Like energy attracts like energy. It's like when you raise your energy up like that, you raise your frequency up like that. It is universally impossible for you to attract. You know, I'm just gonna be honest, like bullshit and drama. Yeah. And things that don't yeah. serve you because when you give off that positive energy, it always comes back to you. It's like, why did Disney call me? Why did ESPN call me? It wasn't because I was working, you know, 8 a.m. to midnight. I, I was mm-hmm. not doing that at all. I mean, yeah, I was working hard, but I was in such a flow state of what I was doing because I was enjoying it so much. I was surrendering to the process. And the next thing I know, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, two years just went by and I just did all of this work and I, you know, built this fan, this like, this following on social media mm-hmm. and like, I've, I've done this story and this story and won this award and this award. And it's like, I didn't sit back and like, think about any of this. I had, I had yeah. a nudge to go after certain things and I kind of, you know, set that compass or that intention to, that I want to achieve this, this and this, but I didn't sit there and like, step one, Step two, step like I didn't do that. I surrendered to the process, let that inspiration flow through me, and then acted out of that. And it's yeah. like the results speak for themselves. They truly do. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't work hard. I think you should definitely work hard, but I think working hard has its own place. You naturally work hard when you're in that flow state. 
Exactly. You, you're naturally going to work hard, but I think it's, and I think what you, you, you're touching on as well is it's another societal thing where we're told um, to, I guess, fixate on how the process should unfold and, you know, grind ourselves into the ground for it. It's like, I, I think if you've got the goal and you're, you fully trust that you're going to achieve it, you've got that belief then you can let everything else go. You know that you're going to do it one way or another. You don't know how, and but you're going to keep putting yourself out there. And that's, you know, what happened for you. You know, you're putting yourself out there. You're 100% believing it. I think it because you're putting yourself in that mind state, you're probably naturally uh, not allowing a lot of these negative things that now happen more than ever because of social media where we're, you know, comparing ourselves to other people where we're... Uh, you know, listening to the opinions of others where we're worrying about what could happen or what could go wrong, you wipe that all out of the way because you're so, you know, focused on what you're doing. Um, and I, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. How how difficult do you think it is in this day and age to not succumb to all of these negative sides of the world we live in with, you know, social media and everything out there, not comparing ourselves. And, you know, it's, it's harder than ever. And as, as many positives as there are from social media to, you know, do things like what you're doing and putting these messages out there, there's the negative sides we can fall into. How difficult is that to navigate? That's such a good question because what you just said outweighs what I'm doing. And so, and it's sad to say, but it's true. Like if you open social media, there are, 50, you know, you can go on, find a hundred, whatever thousand pages of people giving off the wrong impression compared to that. You'll probably find, you know, like one tenth of, you know, the negative to the positive, which, which is, it sucks to say, but it's true. That's just society, the way society is set up. And, you know, it's like, it can sound a little conspiracy, but you know, you can say, you know, there are certain reasons for that. Like, why is it that we're, you know, filled with fear when it comes to a lot of the media outlets. Why is it we're filled with fear with a lot of social media? Like why why are they trying to focus our energy away from what it is we wanna manifest and create in our lives and our intentions? And why are we being conformed to just be, you know, give our energy to the system and, you know, give all of our money away and pay, you know, live, be happy and content with living an average lifestyle and living an average life. Like why is that? Why is that mm-hmm. the norm? So there, that's a conspiracy. A lot of people can, um, you know, hop on this podcast and talk very deep into that and talk for hours. Um, and it's something that I've, you know, I think about a lot. And I'm actually not afraid to talk about on my platforms as well, like higher conscious habits or even TikTok. I will talk about things like that and have. But I mean, it's important because when you go on social media, you have to have the level of awareness to not let other people dictate your state of being. So what I mean by that is if you are walking around life and going on Instagram, going on Facebook, going to the grocery store, going to school, and you are triggered by every negative thing that comes at you, or you're judging because you see a picture, or you're judging because somebody says something or has a nice car, that's you putting out negative energy. That's you not controlling your state of being. That's you not mastering your own self. Now, if you know anything about the laws of the universe, whatever energy you put out always comes back to you. That's a universal law you cannot get around. Look at the people around you. I guarantee you that they are similar in so many different ways. You attract always the equivalent of the energy you give off. That, that's universal law. So if every single day 
you are not controlling your life. You are not creating intentions of what you want to create. You're not living your life to a vision, putting your energy into what you do want to create, putting your awareness, your focus into what you're trying to manifest. You will always give it away, leaving you drained, tired, unfulfilled, and in a state of lack, in a state of unfulfillment, in a state of attracting more things that are no good for you. So if every single day it's like you go on social media and that becomes your habit or your lifestyle, you'll never get to your goal. Mental health and well-being are real issues in the construction industry. Men in construction are twice as likely to take their own life compared to the ones who work in other industries. And that's just not good enough. With John Holland's help, we want to make a change. We've joined together to have honest conversations about mental health, life, and stories of people who have overcome challenges. When we hear about stories and struggles that sound a bit like ours, we can learn from each other and remember that we're not alone. If every day your lifestyle becomes the same exact thing, you wake up, you check your phone, you drive to work the same way, you get annoyed by a certain coworker, you eat the same food, you think the same thoughts, you feel the same emotions, at every specific day, a time of the day, you check Facebook at the same time, you judge somebody, you are going to live a predictable life. You are, because you're going to give off the exact same energy every single day. You're going to be in the same exact vibration. You're going to attract those exact same days every single day. It's like living one life 90, it's like living one life 90 years or living life 90 years, 90 different times. Like, do you want to evolve or do you want to stay and live the exact same life 90 years? Like, no, you want to, you want adventure, you want fulfillment. You want to be able to, you know, have intentions and manifest them and go after them and, and do all these exciting things. So if you are stuck in the rut of continually giving off that energy and judging and understanding that it's sad to say, but a lot of people on social media just wear a mask. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, that's just the way society has been set up mm -hmm. for whatever reason. So it's like, really, it comes down to, do you want to master yourself? Do you want to master where you put your energy and your intentions and what you create in your life? Because at the end of the day, it's true. Where you put your attention, your awareness is what you manifest into your life. That, mm -hmm. that is a law that's it's set in stone. That's how the universe operates. So if every day it's, it's the same thing, you're going on Facebook or Instagram and just, oh, this person has this, so I'm not this. All of a sudden, you're now, one, you're judging, so somebody's going to judge you. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, you get into a state of being that you don't feel good enough. So now you're going to get off the energy. You're not good enough. So no, so somebody that has an opportunity is going to overlook you. If you want to attract these things, you have to give off the energy and be in alignment to be able to attract them to you. So when I, you know, when I'm in, before I got to Disney, I saw myself, like I visualized that every day. I didn't Disney specifically, but I visualized myself on a large studio host desk, taught, you know, in a state of the art studio, doing big things. I was giving off that energy every single day. I had to relive it in my mind until I, it made manifest into my life for, in order for me to attract it. Like those things aren't just, it's like you have to have that intention and be able to get in alignment with what it is that you want to create. Um, and it's like what I said earlier about the stages of consciousness. It's like once you, that may have been an ego thing for me. Maybe I didn't need to be at Disney. Maybe that was my ego that just wanted to be at a bigger stage. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, now it flows through me. And I'm like, I just want to help people. I just want to broadcast to help people. I just want to use my voice to help people. That's not an ego thing. That's not at all. And there's more, for, and I'll tell you what, there's more fulfillment in that than work. And I loved working with Disney. Love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. It's a blessing. But it's more fulfilling to be able to get 
you know, do a broadcast and get a, wow, great job by the boss, then it's less fulfilling to do that than, you know, 75, waking up to a message from 75 people, hundred people, whatever it is, a thousand people. And them telling you, dude, you just, I was like on the verge of suicide. Like, thank you. Like, dude, you just, like what you just said inspired 100%. me so much. And like, there's just, there's just no outweighing that. So I look at it like this, all those days where I was not good enough, all those days where I was looking at social media and like, wow, this person's here and I'm not there. Wow. This person's here. Not there. I was sitting there in my mind. I was like, man, good for this person. Hell yeah. Like, dude, you did it. Congrats, man. I'm, I'll see you there. I will see you there. Cause I see it in my mind every day. I see where I'm going to be. I'll see you there. It's, it's, a, it. it's a testimony that I'm seeing you right now. It's like the universe telling me like, Hey, you're, you're putting out positive intentions. I'm, I'm going to put this person in your life now. So you can see this, you got to be able to support and be happy and clap for people when they're doing it. Then they're doing well and having success. So I love it. mate. Yeah. I'm loving everything you're saying. And if we were continually just, you know, looking at other people and thinking that's not fair, what they have, or I need this, we'll go insane, you know, and, and there's no end to it. Like no matter what we achieve in life, no matter what level we get to, someone's always doing something bigger or different and you just cannot think like that. And like what you said before, so many people, um, you know, we make these same, we get in, stuck in these behavior patterns where we're looking at negative things, comparing ourselves, putting people down and doing it over and over and over again. And they say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and again and, and you know, not changing it. And, and that's what people are doing. So we don't want to um, drive ourselves insane. It's It comes down to self-awareness. If we're noticing we're in those patterns, that's okay. It doesn't mean, you know, you're weak or there's something wrong with you. We're all, we can all succumb to it, but it's about being able to have the awareness and, and you touched on it as well. You know, we become a product of the environment we're in. They say that, uh, you know, you become a product of the top five people you spend the most time with. So look at who you're spending time with, you know, are the people that you're hanging around um, bringing you up or dragging you down? Are they creating that environment for you? And if, if, if it is having a negative impact, we might need to look at, okay, how can I change this? What can I do differently here? So it's really all of those things. But, you know, the, the thing that I, you know, excites me, what you're talking about as well is, and I've experienced the same thing. I've done so many talks on mental health um, in Australia and overseas. And amongst the other work that I've done, nothing's ever replaced the feeling of simply just walking into a room just and I, I'm not saying anything magical. I'm just sharing a story, being vulnerable, trying to just facilitate an environment where people can go and feel like it's okay to you know to to be honest about things. And the same thing, I've had people that have been on the verge of suicide go and get help and make a change. And if it only helped that one person, it's like you know what that that that, that was still better than anything else. Like you know could have done or felt from you know anything so i think we can all and it doesn't mean you know don't try and strive for everything else as well everything you know has its place but i think if we can all apply that into our own day-to-day -day lives every single person on this planet can do something every day to try and help someone else in a small way with whatever's available to us if we can all do that imagine how you know much different the world would be if we had that psychology i agree with you and it's funny i actually just made a video on this recently it, I'm glad you said that. Every, I strongly believe this. Every person in this world has an individual purpose that is 
set in a divine order to inspire or empower people on a global level. So it doesn't have to be to the scale of like what you and I are doing, where we're using our voices and, you know, reaching millions of people. It doesn't have to be that intense. It could be somebody as simple as being a mother. And the reason I say that is because we don't know the child that's going to come out of her. The child that can come out of her, her purpose may be just to have a kid and then go. Like I look at my mother and she died when I was a very young age. That was her purpose. She left. Mm. She's gone. So now I look at, you know, it doesn't have to be even like that. It could be, you could be a hairstylist. Your job could be a hairstylist and you can cut hair for the most important people in the world. It's people that, you know, you, you look at them on TV and they have such strong magnetism and they're inspiring you. Part of that is like, wow, the, you know, half of it, how they look, half of it, how they sound, half of it, you know, maybe the energy as well they give off, but it's a hairstylist. And now all of a sudden that person can say, you know what, how do I take this to a global level? I can create hair studios all over the world. And all of a sudden I'm solving problems. You know, people all over the world are now happy. They're giving off better energy or a better vibe because they have great hair. It's like Bob Proctor. I don't know if you know Bob Proctor is like the most famous uh, one of the most famous educators on, you know, energy, law of attraction and, and uh, personal development. His thing was he, he his purpose, uh, at, you know, at an early age was he created cleaning, a cleaning company and just cleaned offices. But it's like what business and what impact were they making in those offices? What if they were dirty? Like what if their room was like not functionable? What if they couldn't even operate in there? It's like little things like that. And you know, he's not, not yeah. only not only is he making tens of millions of dollars because he has companies all over the world cleaning offices, but it's like, where did that inspiration come from to be able to do that? So it doesn't have to be so significant to the point where, hey, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be on camera next, you know, tomorrow, tonight for 500,000 people. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. I just felt called to pursue that, like in my soul. So then you gotta ask yourself, what is it that you enjoy to do the most? Like, what is it that if I didn't give, if I gave you zero dollars, if I gave you no money, what would you build? Like for me, it was like, I'm going to build higher conscious habits. I don't know where that came from. I wasn't getting paid to do that for the first, you know, eight months. Once it took off, it took off. Then all of a sudden, you know, you start attracting opportunities and income from it because it's actually providing value for people. So if anyone listening to this is like, I don't have my purpose, like, Ask yourself, like, what do you enjoy doing the most? Because it doesn't have to be something crazy. Like, if you love to paint and, like, that's all you want to do, where, like, you can sit there and paint for six hours, maybe you're destined to create the most famous art museum in the world. And if you don't connect to your soul and take a risk and go after and trust the universe, that'll never happen. But if you want to play it safe and live that average lifestyle, go ahead. But you have no idea yeah. the potential that you have until you tap into that purpose and then jump and take those risks. There's actually a book that I would highly recommend that is about this. And it's funny, I learned this from Will Smith, the actor. He had a lot of videos on uh, social media years ago about how this was the only book he read that was like, it did it. And he talks about it in a lot of different videos on YouTube if you look it up. And the book is called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And dude, I just believe that. Like I just believe it. Yeah. Like When you put an intention yeah. out there, the universe – it's going to move around people. It's going to work around. Like it's going to align and shift in ways that not only benefit your vision, your purpose, but benefit everyone on a global level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, um, and and I think also, you know, people, uh, these fears that people have about, oh, but I can't, it's too risky, too much is at stake. There's not many instant, there's not that many instances in life where 
there's that much at stake. You know, what's the worst that can happen? Yes, in some cases, we do need... Obviously, you know, some things are dangerous and some things are actually... We need to really look at, okay, maybe I do need to put the brakes on here. But in general, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And I, it reminds me of uh, 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 what I heard Jim Carrey saying. I can't remember exactly how he worded it, but he was telling a story. I don't know, you've probably heard this one as well, but he was talking about how his dad always wanted to be a comedian. He was talented and um, because he had his family and he had, you know, all this responsibility, he worked as an accountant. He hated the job but he had to do it because he felt like I can't take a risk and do anything, you know, follow my heart because I've got to look after the family. And he actually ended up getting fired from the job. And uh, Jim Carrey always says, well, if you can fail at what you hate doing, why not take a chance on something you love? And end the podcast just... now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, that's it. That's it. That's the quote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just, um, I think it just sums it up so well, doesn't it, what he said? Yeah, no, 100%. I, I truly believe in that. And it's like, I think that was the spark that hit me at 19. It was like, okay, I got to go to school. I have to go to college now. But I will say this. Go to school if it's something that you feel is your purpose in life, something that you feel called to. Like, I couldn't become a... You know, I couldn't get my jobs at, with ABC and NBC and all that. I couldn't do that without a broadcasting de- degree. I just, I couldn't. Nobody would have hired me. If somebody wants to be a doctor and they feel called to be a doctor, which a lot of people's purposes in life is to be a doctor, you have to go to school. A lawyer, you have to go to school. Mm-hmm. These are necessary. You have to do that. But if you want to be an artist and that's all you want to do is just paint and you are confident that, you know, this is your purpose in life, or you want to be a singer, go to, go to school that is just catered around that. You know, advance your skills in that. Go after your purpose in life. But I really, truly believe the average, like the general gist of what the education system is in the entire world is to make you conform and do and be like Jim Carrey's dad. Be somebody that yeah. can live a job and be miserable and accept that average lifestyle because you're getting just enough to get by. You're getting just enough. You're getting just... The paycheck, you're getting the health insurance, you're getting the dental insurance. Like you're getting just enough that it's like, I, I, I have to keep this. I can't lose this. Like this is my life. Like I can't. But it's like, man, you feel it in your soul. Like every day you wake up and it's like, I'm not, I don't want to go to the work. Like I hate this. Take that risk. It might take a year. It might take five years. It might take 10 years. But I'm telling you, it'll be so worth that. It'll, that risk, that jump to go after it will be way worth Living the next 50, 60 years, sitting there saying, man, I wish I would have did something earlier. And here's one thing I've noticed actually. When you see other people operating in their purpose and you're not operating in your purpose. So you see somebody doing what you want to do and you get that like that like twist in your stomach. Like I, I should be doing that. I need to be doing that. But the ego talks yeah. you out of it. That's your purpose. Go after it. Start doing it. I think what uh, Steve Jobs um, always said that every morning he would look himself in the mirror and remind himself that I am going to die soon. Life is not, life is short, you know? And I think as morbid and scary as that is to think about, we got to acknowledge reality that we have a certain amount of time. We need to make sure we're enjoying that process, not just doing things we hate doing. And, I can't remember who told me the other day. Someone was telling me about a study of um, people that were on their deathbed and 
they were questioning them about different things they regretted in life. And the number one regret they all had was, I just wish that I followed my dreams and lived my, just lived more. Didn't just, you know, didn't stay in this job, didn't play it safe, didn't do this. They just wanted to have these experiences and, you know, again, following, I guess, the theme of what we've talked about here, just follow their gut and just do it. And, but across the board, they all said the same thing. And I mean, I don't know how much, you know, more people need to be told about it. And it, it comes back to exactly what you said, though. We're conditioned in society to not think for ourselves. So uh, people need to, it, it's important that, you know, you put these messages out there more. It's important that, you know, that's what I'm hoping to achieve in this podcast, getting that out there. Hopefully people can listen to what you're saying today and actually make a change through it. That's, you know, what we what we need to happen. You will attract the right people to listen to this message, whether that's a couple, whether that's, you know, however many, the, the people that click on this and listen to it are meant to listen to it. They're meant to be here. They'll be guided unconsciously. They won't do it on purpose. Yeah. They're not going to say, oh, this, yeah, perfect. It's going to, something's going to click and they're going to, next thing they're, they're going to know is they're halfway through this podcast and they're like, damn, I've been thinking about this. I've been, yeah, I've been yeah, debating yeah. this. That's how the universe works. When you're guided to do something very significant in life and you're ready to fulfill your purpose, you will be guided to do it. I believe that 100%. But you have to take that jump. It's going to suck at first. It's going to be – you're going to be filled with fear. You're going to say, how do I do this? But don't worry about the how. Go after it. The universe will open doors for you. I try, Like believe me, the doors will be open. You don't have to worry about you know all of these little things that could go wrong. It's like place your energy into what it is that you are going after and put yourself in it as you're doing it right now. Like manifest that. Don't put that energy of fear out there because you always attract what you fear. Look up Denzel Washington Law of Attraction on YouTube. There's a video of him talking about that as well, which I really liked. He talks about that, how you, know, you always attract what you fear. So it's like if you just live in a you know, compressed state. I mean, that's really what we're conformed to do as a, as a society is live in fear though. It's, that's crazy to think about, but it's true. And the select you know, ones that click on podcasts like this that educate themselves, that have that awakening – and realize like, wait a minute, I'm creating my reality. I have a purpose in life. I can go after what I want to do. I can actually live a fulfilling life and not only live it for myself, but other people as well and enjoy it. I don't have to be a waste. Like I don't, and I'm not saying anyone that works nine to five is a waste, but it's like, there's a certain level of fulfillment in life that you can reach that you will not reach playing it safe and getting an average job and having that average job and, and having that average life. But I will say this, and we talked about this a little bit, but I, like, I want to emphasize the importance of this. If you're surrounded by people that encourage, encourage that lifestyle of, dude, it's so like, it's fine, dude, like make an average salary. Like, let's just live for the weekend. Let, like, it's cool, man. Like, don't worry about it. Like, if you go to your friends and you tell them something big, like do like anyone listening to this, do this, go to your friends Tell them about a vision you're going after and tell them that like it's set in stone and you already started doing it. Look at their reactions. You'll know immediately who to clean up out of your life because if people are like talking you out of it or they're like hesitant about it and they're like, no, you shouldn't do that or like you're crazy, cut them out. They're dead weight. Done. You don't need that energy in your life anymore. If you keep them around, you're going to act like them. You're going to be encouraged to act like them, which is going to not pull you anywhere near your path. So the quick, the faster you dead them out, you cut that energy that's no longer in your space and your environment anymore. 
So what happens then is you start to chase your purpose and this is what happened to me, like I kind of mentioned this earlier, you begin to attract other people now in that energy that are, that are hustling, that are going after what they want to do, that are living a purposeful life because that's what the law of attraction is. Like energy attracts like energy. So when you cut those cords from people that don't belong and you chase your purpose and your vision in life, the next thing you know, it's like, wow, I'm so inspired every day. Like, whole, like I have 10 people I can call right now that are building their businesses. I have 10 people right now that are working in you know, New York City or LA or trying to make an entertainment you know, dream for themselves. Or I have 10 people I can call right now that are already fulfilled, like already doing you know, what they wanna do at the highest level. And it's like, that, that, that's the company, that's the lifestyle that once you get adjusted to that, once you experience that, there's no going back. There's no going back. Yeah. It's like you wish well for the people that you used to surround yourself with, but it's just like, dude, I don't think I could sit five minutes in a room with them. And it's not judging them and like, you know, you know, calling them off and like, you know, it's more so just having compassion for them and being like, when it's their time to wake up, they will wake up. But that has none, that has nothing to do with me. It's like none of my business. Everyone wakes up as when they are meant to wake up. If it's not in this lifetime, it could be a next. If you believe in yeah. that cycle of life, then, then so be it. I do. Um, but it's like when it's time, it's time. So it's like only thing you can worry about and control is your life. And just have that strong intention. And yeah, it's like, dude, just go after it, man. Like I'm telling you, like the doors will open, man. The door, it could take a little bit. It could take a minute. It could take a month. It could take a day. It could take 10 years. But I'm telling you, if you stay true to it, it will happen. Like I promise you on that. Yeah. It will, if you stay true to it, it'll happen. And, and, and I think reminding ourselves that, you know, it is not up to anyone else other than ourselves. We've got to take control over these things, not waiting for the opportune time, not waiting to be given permission, just not reminding ourselves that we are in control of this and it won't happen unless we take action and, and make it happen. And if we clean up the environment, like you said, and put ourselves in that state, like what you've done, then you also, even even if it is a bit of a struggle at the beginning, you don't have time to really care because you're you're all your mind is focused on is moving forward so you're not going to be sitting there worrying about what could go wrong you're focused on moving forward and that it won't feel like a struggle it'll be exciting and it'll be an adventure rather than a struggle so it's reframing everything into into that way um uh, do you do you uh get nervous before you know going on tv i know you do public speaking different things um do you get nervous for that do you still get nervous no i i'll be honest with you when i i mean because nobody there's no manual of life to be like, hey, here's how you talk to people at a camp. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no manual for that. Yeah. Um, when I started my career, I was very fortunate to go – before I started my career, I should say, I was very fortunate to go to a very good broadcasting college where I was able to do broadcasts, sports anchoring, studio hosting, you know, hockey play-by-play. Like, I was able to get some real-life experience – to like kind of work that out, like get to a place where I'm confident as hell. Like I know I belong here. This is my purpose in life. So nothing's going to shake me off this. Um, mm. I will say meditation has helped a lot with just overall get, becoming a better broadcaster because the more you're present and the more you're focused on the, the present moment and the now, it's like the mind and the ego shuts off and you get into that flow state where it's just effortless. Yeah. Um, so... I will say that at, you know, at first, you know, there are some like couple of jitters, but that was more so like, I'm talking like 
first, first, first broadcast ever. That was like thousands of broadcasts ago. Um, when you're meant to do something, I mean, the, I, the what's what's the right word for this? Like the buffering stage of like getting to where you need to go is not that hard. Yeah, I believe in like the 10,000 hours of mastery thing. But if you're meant to do something, you'll feel it in your heart. Like you'll, it will almost come natural to you. You know what I mean? Like somebody, yeah. somebody oh, that wants to sing. Absolutely. Yeah, like somebody wants to sing is not going to suck at singing day one. They're going to have something there that is like, you know, something that they're like, oh, I want to continue to do this. Um, yeah. Know, somebody that draws or paints that loves it, it's probably not going to paint like, you know, the average person right away. There's going to be something in them that, you know, they're, they're naturally creative. Um, so that's something for me. It was like I don't know. It was just very easy. Like I just kind of knew. Just day one doing broadcasting was like, man, I enjoy this a lot. Um, so it was. Just, yeah. It was just never, just never hard. So that I mean that could help anyone connect. You know, trying to find their purpose in life as well. It's like what comes easy yeah. to you. So. I think that's such a good point that it's about um, finding what we love doing, but also you know we might find oh, I, I really would want to you know pursue a career in. Um, dancing or something but it's so unnatural and we just don't have any ability well it's sort of that that intersection of we need to find what we what we love doing and care about but also what we've you know got some skill sets in and can grow in because if it becomes too much of a struggle and it's not aligned then that can be you know a problem in itself but uh yeah like what you spoke with meditation I, i've been meditating for like eight years now and um it yeah, that's a common myth that people have thinking it's this spiritual thing where you got to sit on a mountain, you know, shave your head, um, hum for 10 years and, uh, and chant. But the reality is it's actually scientific. It's about getting your mind to be completely present and focused. Um, it's science, you know, and, and that's why if you're in that state, like you're saying, when you're presenting, uh, for me with acting, it, you know, I meditate before I do a scene and try and get myself completely composed because it, once you're in that state, you don't have any room to be nervous or to think about anything else because how can you think when you're 100% present and focused in the act of what you're doing right then and there? And that's what it tries to teach us, that if we can apply that to more situations in our day-to-day life, we're going to you know, get so much more joy out of each moment and be so much more present and not be operating in, in ego and all of these you know, uh, other negative you know, thought patterns. Um, part of, and it's and it's part of my it's something that's a non-negotiable in my daily yeah. routine. Um, when I wake up, you know, I kind of like work myself. I'll like I'll wake up first, and then I'll get into a, a meditative state and sit down and meditate for at least thirty minutes. That's a non-negotiable. Wow. That's a non-negotiable for me every single day. Um, it's like when you can get beyond your body and yourself and conquer that, you can conquer anything that goes for the rest of the day. When you're when you when you when you're in that place of being in centeredness, and you're and you're in alignment, man, watch how the synchronicities in your life happen. When you're in that place of giving off good energy and you're peaceful and you have a good vibe and you're grounded, I'm telling you, man, watch how things in your life just tend to come to you. It all starts with how you start your day. It's like when you just jump out of bed, and you know the next thing you know, it's like you react to traffic and then you spill your coffee and it's like. Oh, you're complaining yeah. and it's like, man, that, that continues to trend until you, you know, meditate, come back to center, now ground yourself. Now watch how the opposite happens. Watch how the, uh, the other end of that spectrum occurs in your life. Now, if you do that every single day and you meditate 
and you get to that mindful place and you create a habit around that and that becomes your emotional set point, that's how you operate from life, man, the things you attract in your life, the experiences and the people, the energy you give off and the energy that comes back to you, it's, it's no joke. And that's something that I really took in serious consideration when I started to notice massive results in my life from that uh, about five years ago. So if I can you know, leave anything with anyone out there, it's like, if you aren't meditating now, I'm telling you, it's as simple as just going on YouTube and typing in 20 minute guided meditation. It's as yeah. simple as that. In fact, that's exactly what I did when I started meditating. There's a video on YouTube that's called 20 minute life changing meditation. And it's a Middle Eastern man. I have no idea who the guy is. I have no idea. He's got a very soothing voice. I've been listening to the same video for since 2000, when did he post that? Several years now, the same video. Cause it just, wow. does, it just does it for me. And it, and it, it, and it yeah. And it just stemmed from just going on YouTube. Um, so yeah. I would highly recommend, you know, anyone out there that's listening to this, it's like, oh, I don't know. Just try it. Like you have nothing to just lose. Just YouTube it. I mean, there's no way. And that's the thing. And, and I've been doing it for, yeah, close to 10 years. And I, I got trained in, um, transcendental meditation where it's mantra based. And, um, and you know, that, that, that worked for me because I like sort of the, you know, block out 20 minutes, say this mantra, but like you're saying, People don't, you know, anyone listening to this, don't get intimidated by trying to get into meditation or where do I start or my mind's too, you know, racing too much. I, it's not for me. You can start with, you know, doing a minute, two minutes a day. It doesn't really matter. And there's so many tools out there. Like you said, Google, um, type it into Google, things will come up. There's so many different apps. There's free apps out there. There's there's an enormous amount of resource and tools out there if you want to get into it and just take it one step at a time. And it it leads to what I wanted to um, ask you about, which you, you just touched on. Um, I know I've got, you know, daily routines that I follow, same as you wake up, meditate. I then do gratitude journaling. I exercise and I have these things that I do every day. And um, I found, you know, it, it, it's such an anchor as well that when things in the world are happening that we can't control and, and examples right now with coronavirus, there's so much fear in the world. There's so much uncertainty and often we can be in a position where it's like, oh, I can't control a lot of what's happening right now. For me, where it's always going back to these anchors of, well, you know what I can control. I do these practices every day and they do. They make you so grounded that no matter what happened, you know, good or bad, even if things are going really well, you won't get too carried away with it because you're seeing it for what it is and you're bringing yourself back. Uh, do you have, um, you know, sort of a daily routine of what you, what you follow? Yeah, 100% I do. And it's so non-negotiable that I will not start my day without it. Meaning if I have to wake up at 5 a.m. for a broadcast, I wake up at 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. to make sure I do my routine. It's just, wow. it's gotten wow. it's gotten me into, yeah, I have very strong discipline. It's gotten, it. me into, it. it's gotten me into such a place where it's just like I cannot go my day until I do it. Um, so yeah, yeah, I like to wake up. I like to meditate first thing, minimum 30 minutes, always minimum 30 minutes. I like to do minimum 20 minute mindfulness, meaning like observe thoughts, observe, you know, everything that's going on, just completely being present, letting my vibration raise, letting my energy raise, uh, releasing any negative emotions that might be there. Um, just really being grounded and centered. And then I like to do 10 to 15 minutes of visualization. So like what I expect to create in my life, just always giving that energy out there. Um, so I always do visualization every single day, putting that out. Um, after that, I always work out. Hundred. I, I have a very strict workout routine as well. I usually run four to five miles a day. I'm a little crazy. I know a lot of people would be like, dude, that's wild. 
Um, I like to run four to five miles a day and then lift. Um, and if I have extra time, I'll do yoga as well. Yoga has been something that I can't even describe the benefits from it. I was guided to do yoga, man. And as soon as I started doing it, I just, I just noticed like, and I'm not talking about like power workout. Like I'm talking more of like Zen type, like Hatha yoga, which it just gets you into such a higher state of awareness where you're so Mm -hmm. grounded and focused on like, I don't care what happens in the day. It's not shaking me. It's just not. It's like a, a moving meditation, it I is. guess. You know, it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's a moving meditation. And what happens is the energy in your body, uh, a lot of people have negative emotions that block the energy in their body, which create negative emotions like anxiety or depression. So what Hatha Yoga does is it opens up the airways in your body and your, they call chakras, energy, energy centers, and the energy flows up and down your body. When that happens, you're in flow state, you're in peak state. Like it's, I highly recommend it. In fact, I did it right before I got onto this interview with you. Um, oh, there you go. I highly yeah. recommend it. If anyone at home is interested, uh, check out Hatha Yoga. Um, so I do that. And then every single day I, I eat like the same thing. Um, super healthy. Like I do a protein shake that tastes like you would not think it's a protein shake because it tastes so good. But it's packed yeah. with nutrients um, like super green, super reds. Because you gotta, look, I look at food as fuel. Like what I'm putting in my body is going to dictate my energy. So if I'm putting all this nasty shit in my body, I'm going to operate in a nasty way. If I'm putting, you know, junk food in my body constantly, I'm going to feel like shit constantly. So it got to the point where that was trial and error. It took me a couple of years to kind of perfect that. But I got to a place now where, man, I put fuel in my body. Like I feel like there's a reason I can get up and run four or five miles a day, no problem. Now there's a reason why I'm so easily disciplined. It's because I just feel, I just feel good. It's like. It's a natural state that you get into when you put the right things in your body. Um, for that, I would highly recommend Super Greens. If nobody out there, anyone watching this is like, what the hell is that? Take a scoop of Super Greens a day. Like, watch how much better you feel. Just watch. Just, just I'm telling you. It's one of the most highest vibratory things you can put in your body. Um, so every single day, I start my day with a scoop of Super Greens as well. And um, I also do gra- uh, journaling. A lot of things that, you know, I like to write things down present tense of what I want to create in the near future. And man, a lot of people would think it's woo woo and crazy, but I'm telling you, man, once you, you start to see things manifest in your life that like, it's, it's almost inexplainable. It's like, wow, I wrote that on this notebook today. And three hours later, this, I got this phone call or three hours later, this just happened or I attracted this income opportunity. So I don't know what it is specifically, but it's something with the subconscious mind that when you write things down in the present tense, that thing gets programmed Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it gets attracted to you. So that's something that I do every single day. And, um, and then that's it. I go and, you know, tackle or whatever I need to do at work or whatever I want to do for my business and career. Um, but I always make sure that, you know, I have movement and meditation, then I have movement and then I put good things in my body and that sets my, that sets the tone for the day. I love it. It's actually, you know, so, so similar to, to what I do. It's the same thing in the, the meditation, the movement, nutrition, but having, I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm religious about it that I can't start my day unless I do it. I have to have these things and it, it's that anchor and, and you just feel good. And it, it's, it just makes everything more manageable and, and, you know, it gives you that clarity. So I think it's, it's so important. And yeah, thank you for sharing, for sharing that as well. But um, I, I truly believe in all the stuff you're talking about here and, and, you know, just realizing that 
things do happen for a reason and if we write down our intention we are putting that out into the universe and we're putting our mind in that state where we can uh you know we're we're visual we're we're seeing it we're 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 believing it's going to happen and that's going to make us subconsciously behave and act in ways where we do attract you know the the right things but you know i and even with coronavirus which um you know it's an, another thing i wanted to ask you with, with your exercise and everything how how you've dealt with that but it, i guess for for me as well it's another example of how um you know things do happen for a reason and i've been um living overseas and i had to come back and i've got you know a really sick uncle at the moment and he's so incredibly close to me and um I, I wasn't going to come back and now I look at him like thank god I've been able to have this time to you know see him and reset a few things and different things have you know come together for me while I've been here to then go back overseas but it's another example really of something just unexpected where things happen for a reason that they're you know as they're, they're meant to be and um I don't know I just that came to my mind as well so I, thought, I think it's just an important thing but um with yeah how have you found the whole coronavirus experience and how have you dealt with that and with exercise and things like that as well how have you managed your routine around that before i go into coronavirus i want to say i agree what you said with um as far as certain things can happen in your life that are negative but man it's like when you look back at them it's like thank god that happened like thank god Mm -hmm. like when i look at Mm -hmm. my life from zero to 19 i was learning self-reliance i was learning what it what life was like you know in a place where I never want to be again. Like I like the gratitude and the appreciation I have now and what I'm going to have in the future with the, you know, the more that this takes off, man, thank God I had those experiences. Thank God. Yeah. Because what would happen if, you know, I created this, you know, million dollar business or inspired, you know, a billion people and I turned into, you know, somebody I didn't want, like, thank God I had the perspective and went through the things I went through. It's funny, like Wayne Dyer, who's yeah. who's like the number, in my opinion, the number one spiritual teacher in the world. That man has impacted me in so many ways. He taught his first ten years of his life. He lived in an orphanage, and he says that like if he didn't learn, you know, learn the things he did and have that lifestyle from such a young age of try, you know, really just being a leader and orchestrating um, his own life, there's no way he would have been able to impact all the people he has, and he has impacted billions of people. Um, so it's just yeah. like I, I truly believe we go through certain situations and the more you can let go, the more you can say not say, you know, why is this happening to me? Instead, say, what is this teaching me? Man, the faster you learn that lesson, the faster universe says, all right, you got it. You're, you're, let's go. Something new for you now. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So as, as far as the coronavirus, I'm not going to lie, man. Like I'm one of the very few, and don't get me wrong, I have a lot of compassion for people that are going through tough times right now. I, I understand there's businesses and jobs and all of that. I have been the one of the lucky few that it's been extremely fortunate through this entire thing. Um, I just have. Like I've been, you know, business has been taken off and my I've been working. Um, I've, I, I'm still in the studio every day. Like the, I've been quarantining at home, but I'm still going to work and there's just not many people there. It's been easy. Um, Mm. but it's been, I don't know, like before the coronavirus hit, I, I I have always put intentions out of like, this is what I want my lifestyle to be like, not super crazy, hectic, demanding, but I want to be able to make an impact, do all these things. And I'm not saying I manifested the coronavirus, but I'm saying things have shifted in my life in a way where I don't have any complaints and I have compassion for everybody that's going through what they're going through. Um, 
but I don't know. I was just blessed in a sense that, you know, nothing like really blessed to be honest with you, that nothing was impacted, um, you know, for the past, what, five, four or five months. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I haven't been doing Disney. That's about it. Only because of COVID um, with obviously them shutting all their operations down and there being no sports. But yeah, like, yeah, what I've been doing with CBS up here, we've been creating our own content and doing Zoom interviews like this. So it's not been like, <laughs> it's not been, um, I haven't been out of work or anything. Like, I'm just, I'm lucky, man. It's like, I'm blessed for that. So um, definitely an interesting year, but it seems like things are starting to turn back around. So yeah, that's the thing. And you know, I think, I think we need to have the mindset and anyone listening to this as well, having the mindset of, yeah, we've got to deal with, you know, what, the actual situation is and yes it is going to affect certain people but not get too caught up in the fear and the negativity of it it's looking again at you know you've talked about it throughout this whole um discussion look at what can i do not not all the you know million things that are negative what's in my power and what action can i take because if we get caught up and just sit there and think about all the negative things it doesn't you know it doesn't get us anywhere so it's just you know it's really staying in that but uh, yeah and I, I just think, you know, everything you're saying as well about, you know, being, I, I love sort of your story and how you've, um, and I'm sure even, you know, you, you spoke about, you know, losing your mum early. I'm sure that even taught you so many lessons and you had to grow up, <laughs> I can imagine, you know, early from that. But um, this, you've got this very, you're so grounded and it, it it's about, you know, maintaining who we are regardless of what happens. And I think people that aren't grounded if you do have you know big success they can often lose themselves as well and you know that's a whole nother thing so it's about maintaining the core of who you are regardless of you know the external of what happens um not getting caught up in that you know staying in that it's just so important so yeah i love that you you know everything you've shared here today so um just want to say thank you for being so open as well about about everything of course man i appreciate it it's like a lot of what I've learned is clicking on videos and podcasts like this and growing as a person and just taking in as much knowledge and information because I know the people that I've learned from were vulnerable and honest and open about, you know, their journeys as well because I could, you know, it's like I can get on here and just say, oh yeah, I worked hard for my success and, you know, not told anyone, you know, how you know bad life really was growing up, but it's like, why wouldn't I like somebody at home right now that could be 13 going through what I did in the, you know, late nineties, early two thousands could be going through that now at 2020 in July and 2020. It's like, exactly. It's like, I, yeah, I relate with you. It's just, it was just completely different time frame. So now what I tell them is like, all right, follow what, you know, we talked about in this podcast and by 20, who knows, it could happen way sooner for you. You, you might want to be a, a singer and then you know you get discovered in a year and you're still young like you just never know you know what i mean it's like you got to go after it and um of course like you got to be vulnerable and you know be able to use your platform and your spotlight in a positive way and that's part of what my uh, life mission is as well yep exactly and, and you know remembering there's no right or wrong time it doesn't matter if we might you know f find ourselves on the path early like you have we might you might be 40 years old and and have an epiphany and then you know it doesn't matter it's just it's just following what you feel um we we finish up every episode with i've got sort of five questions we ask ask every guest and sort of one line or what answers that come to to mind but before that if we were going to 
try and sort of distill everything into you know what to leave these listeners with from from your perspective one you know most important core thing core message for them what would you, what would you say the most important thing that you can do in life no matter what your age is no matter where you are in life is to have a clear intention a compass of what it is that you want to do and where you want to be because without it you're just a leaf blowing in a wind being conformed by your environment and that's going to lead you to a very unfulfilling life so you have to have a very clear intention second you have to be able to stop everything and sit down and let go and meditate and visualize and put yourself in that situation you have to be able to get in an energetic alignment you have to be able to feel what it feels like you have to be able to visualize you have to be able to envision it you have to be it has to become so real to you that you now begin to broadcast that signal out there into whatever you want to call it the quantum field the universe whatever you have to be able to get in in alignment with that energy like when i say i used to visualize myself living in florida you know working with you know in a big large studio like disney uh, watching my platforms grow these are things that i've done every single day and once you're in energetic alignment with them you will be uh, in alignment to be able to manifest them very fast because that's how this world works um, the next thing after that I would say is you just tap into your purpose as much as possible. Follow what it is that you, know, you feel called to do because you do have an individual purpose. And the most important thing is to not listen to mom or dad or brother or sister or friends because nobody can identify your purpose. Only you can identify your purpose. And when you can have a clear intention of where you want to go, you can be able to sit down and visualize it, and then you can be able to tap into your purpose in life. You will be guided in ways, like you mentioned, subconsciously. Also, the yeah. universe is just going to put you in place. It's going to open doors, and you'll go from that kid at 19 years old that looks like he's failing out of school, fighting everybody, depressed, to all of a sudden, you know, seven years later, it's like, shit, I just accomplished all my goals, and I, I if I told you how I did, I couldn't even the steps, the, the places I've gone, the experiences, the rooms I've been in um, was just not step one, step two, step three. The universe will put you in the right places at the right time, but you have to be open, receptive, have that vision, have that intention, give off that energy, and you have to be able to go after it. Yeah, you summed it up so well. And I think, yeah, it's something that everyone listening to this um, will be able to follow. Uh, if they want to learn more about you, uh, where, where can they go? Uh, Broadcasting Brian is typically my brand on all social platforms. Instagram, um, I just started TikTok and it's really starting to take off, which is great to see. Um, so Broadcasting Brian on TikTok as well. And the TikToks I do are, are not much sports. It's mostly talking about things we talked about on this podcast in less than 60 seconds. I think that's why the videos take off because it just gets right to the point and it's just short and you know what I mean? So it's... It's a good platform for things like that, not just dancing, which I didn't realize until a couple of weeks ago. Um, so TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, Broadcasting Brian, and then Instagram, I'd highly recommend checking out Higher Conscious Habits. Uh, that platform, I've, I've only had it for a little over a year and it's just, man, it's over 150K now, but the thing is like, it's not about the number of followers, it's about the, just like, man, the people, dude, like wow. yeah. just the, the comments and the community we're building there. Um, so I'd highly recommend, you know, if you want to get in contact with me, any of those things and, uh, yeah, there, there you go. Beautiful. And, and we'll put, I'll put links to all of them in the show notes for the episode as well. Um, so just five closing questions here and these can be yeah, quick answers that come to mind. Um, first one is what's your best childhood memory? 
my best. Oh wow, <laughs> dude, my childhood sucked, man. <laughs> um, wow. I honestly, I'd prob if I had to really be honest with you, I would just say the the moments I was able to spend with my mother. I re- like honestly, yeah. like it, like yeah. in doing little things, like going to Pizza Hut, which I'm vegetarian now. I don't really eat pizza. But like going to Pizza Hut, going to the movies, like those little things that you just will never get back, um, I would say were uh, the best highlights of my childhood. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, what would you say currently in society, in society today, what would you say is the biggest burden on our on mental well-being? The education system and mm-hmm. how it's and how it's made to tell everyone to conform. And put you in a, a fearful vibration, a fearful energy, and not even tell you that you know you can create your reality. You do create your reality, and that you have a purpose in life. Yeah, no good answer. Uh, where do you see mental health uh, in society going in ten years' time? Do you see things improving, declining, a bit of both? Where, where do you see things heading? That's a great question. Massively improving. I, I honestly, I've thought about this. I believe how you know twenty years ago going to the gym was kind of weird. Like not many people went to the actual physical gym to work out. Now it's like everyone goes to the gym. I think within 10 to 20 years, people are going to be going to mental gyms, meditating, doing more things that uh, connect them to their inner self instead of their outer self. Because man, you can get way more healing sitting down and meditating than you can uh, in so many other ways that you know people do in life, so I, I think it's going to massively improve, and I think it's going to become more of a norm the more people wake up in the world. Yeah, it's an exciting thing to look forward to, and I agree. I think things are heading in that direction. Um, what would you say is your personal definition of happiness? Personal definition of happiness, I would say it is doing what you're meant to do in this world. When you can tap into what it is specifically your soul signed up for. Money doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. Um, you know, Somebody says something negative to you, it just doesn't matter. You get into such a beautiful, blissful state because you're connected to what it is that you're meant to do. And the funny thing is, you don't even really know why. Like you can't really even explain why other than it's just meant to be. Like if I was yeah. to tell you like, man, I love to be on TV and talk and and educate people and read and learn and evolve. It's like, I don't even know why. Like, I don't, besides that, it's just what I'm meant to do. That's the funny thing. Uh, but that's what I, I would uh, categorize happiness as. I love, I love that. And I, I've, I've said to people like, and it took me a while. I went on, you know, lots of twists and turns, but I eventually found what I wanted to do, which was to, similar to your goal, I want to use my voice to try and help all over the world to educate around mental health and help people. And I want to grow my platform through my, the other passion I have, which is acting. And when I, once I found that, I just thought I'm the, whether I have major success in this or not, it doesn't matter. I'm the luckiest guy in the world because it t- takes all this, you know, uncertainty away. It's just like, I love what I'm doing. Like hey, you, you're pretty lucky if you find that. Dude, we're very similar. Very similar, man. I want to have a, we really are though. <laughs> if you look at like what we got going on in our lives, it's kind of funny. Absolutely no. We'll have to um, have to have a chat after this at some point as well. There's a lot of things I want to talk to you about. But um, final one here: um, most courageous thing you've ever done? Oh, hundred percent. Complete. Like what I said at nineteen when I when I went to school, and then after I graduated, I was the first person to just pick up and go. 
Like I packed my car yeah. and moved to and just got a job halfway across the country and just left. Just said I'm going after my vision. Like screw it. I, I'm not going to do it sitting here. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not going to get anywhere I need to go sitting in my house that I grew up in at home. I'm just not. Like there, are, there was a, it served its purpose. But when the when the door finally opened and the opportunity came, there was just like go. It's going to be scary. It's going to be you're going to be filled with fear, but just go. And the second the universe was like it's time, I knew it. And um, man, like yeah, I just jumped. And the next thing I know, it's like boom, 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 boom. I'm like, damn, thank God I did that. Like thank God I jumped. Thank God yeah. I'm not at like doing nine to five in the same place. And you know, it's like man, and. To think about all the people that have been impacted in you know a short amount of time and just the experience I've been able to um, experience myself, um, so it's just kind of just just that jump, man. Definitely that jump. Amazing. Well, look, thank you again for making the time to do this. Um, I my gauge of how well this has gone is the fact that it's now three thirty-five in the morning and. I was I was feeling pretty groggy before it. I'm I'm not going to sleep now. I'm like buzzing. So you, I love you've, it. You've, you've, <laughs> so you, I've, you, I've got you to blame for that, mate. But no, I've I've really enjoyed this and so so many good bits of information. And just want to say, yeah, thank you again for making the time to come and chat to me, mate. No problem. Last bit of advice, and I've learned this like firsthand. Take this: the people that you talk to, communicate with, you take in their energy. So like you said, that's a huge compliment that you said you feel energized. Now, be mindful in your life when you communicate and talk with people that leave you the opposite, that leave you feeling drained and tired and all you want to do is go to sleep and you're like, why? Those are the people that need to leave. Like, get them the hell out of your life. There's a reason they're draining you. Vampires, the energy vampires, they call them. Um, But no, it's it's really true though. Like, really, you got to notice how you feel around certain people. And those are the relationships you need to water in your life. No, I think it's a great way to end it. It's so important. And I know for a long time, I didn't do that. And I thought about it one day. I had this sort of, a, I guess, I don't know if it's an epiphany because it's, you know, it seems logical, but you don't think about it. And I was like, hang on, a friend shouldn't only be someone that um, doesn't make me feel bad. I should actually be feeling good after it if i'm not feeling better after being around someone that i'm choosing to spend time with yeah what purpose is this and a lot of the people were actually not only wasn't neutral i was walking away feeling worse and i was like no i and i cleaned it up and you know it's the best thing i've ever done so what you finished with saying right there anyone listening to this take that seriously because it does make your environment the people you you spend your time with makes a huge impact on your mental well-being so really look into it into that absolutely and thanks again for having me on the podcast i enjoyed speaking with you i mean like i said we're both in our purpose so 97 minutes that just went by felt like five minutes that's how oh, it works I could keep talking all day yeah about this yeah thank you mate no i really appreciate it thank you so much yeah no problem thanks nick appreciate it man thank you mate this episode of move your mind was produced and edited by tim boozer would like to thank john holland for proudly sponsoring this episode Thanks to Brian Janaki for joining me today for Move Your Mind. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Move Your Mind. We're going to be releasing new episodes every week and we would love it if you could subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a comment, leave a star rating, recommend us to a friend and help support us on this journey. 
Join me, Nick Brax, in Mental Health Masterclass, where you can access cinema-quality essential mental health education from world-leading experts anytime, anywhere. Each 12- to 15-minute module comes with comprehensive workbooks and a range of printable books with optional tasks, behaviour change tools, information, and guidance to create healthy, preventative long-term habits. Go to courses.nickbrax.com to enrol, or simply go to nickbrax.com and click on the Mental Health Masterclass icon. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 